Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's going on, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Thunder, Thunder up. We're very happy. We're, we're winning all these games. And I, I mean, I look, you, you, you can probably tell that my heart is not really in this celebration. Uh, I mean, look, I, we did a great job in this game. I'm very proud of all of our players. And to be able to pull out a win against a, a Pelicans team who was obviously desperate for a victory, having lost five in a row after winning their first four. They're basically on the inverse schedule of what the Thunder are pulling off this season. Uh, we should be really proud of this win, especially for the reason that I am hesitant to be as happy as I want to be. And that is... Because Russell Westbrook rolled his ankle. So with that, let's let's go into a segment that we hope we don't have to do very often. But we've had to do more often than we would have preferred in this young season. Which is, I can't feel my legs. Alright, so look, the Thunder were up pretty good in the third quarter I think by about 10 points and Russell Westbrook jumped up for a rebound um, something that he does very regularly and you know it's kind of amazing that this doesn't happen to him more often which is just a credit to his athleticism but he landed on a foot I think just picturing the play off the top of my head. I think it was Anthony Davis's foot, but I could be wrong on that, so don't hold me to it. And he rolled that left ankle just like all the way, rolled it over. He, he rolled it, his ankle bone tapped the floor. And, you know, if I don't know how many of my listeners have ever rolled their ankle, but <laughs> it's it's not much fun. And, and he knew immediately, he was slapping the court and in a in a way that look i mean the thunder just the thunder fans just had a kind of ptsd flashback from patrick beverly diving at westbrook's knee and it, that play just looked exactly the same as back when he got hurt in that playoff series um and i had a similar form of ptsd flashback watching Russell Westbrook slap the court when his when he rolled that ankle because the similarity between him slapping the court for that ankle roll 
and him slapping the table after that Patrick Beverly meniscus tear was it, it just brought so many feelings back it was just so obvious in both of those instances that he knew he was injured so I mean look ankle rolls hurt they hurt so let's hope that rather than him knowing that he's injured let's hope he was slapping the court because ow owie you know um but he he went straight to the locker room and he did not come back out and as much as it might have felt that the game ended right there for thunder fans um the game actually finished out and the thunder actually did pretty well so with i can't feel my legs concluded let's hook up the tivo and look if if you didn't get to watch the game thunder fans you don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. So, at the beginning of the game, it started off pretty quickly with the Thunder feeding Steven Adams. And this is something that we saw in the Clippers game, where the Clippers decided to go small and put... Danilo Gallinari on Steven Adams to try to make a to try to spark a comeback in that game and the Thunder immediately started to feed him well the similarly in the beginning of this game Nikola Mirotic ended up guarding Steven Adams on a lot of possessions and anytime that that happened the Thunder just aggressively attacked him with Adams and Adams just totally dominated he had six of the Thunder's first 12 points and just really made the Pelicans adjust to his game. In addition to Adams really getting off the off to a great start, uh, Jeremy Grant also did. He had eight points in the first quarter, and ironically, it was Anthony Davis who was guarding him a lot of the time and just couldn't keep up with his speed. So, like, Anthony Davis had a pretty good game in this one, but I think his... I think Jeremy Grant caused a pretty good mismatch for him on the other end. So, Paul George was actually really good in this first half. Uh, He hit a a few threes. He had the one really nice step back in transition where he pushed off that right dead foot or drop foot or whatever we want to call it, uh, Alex. But there was one play that really stood out to me in the first quarter where Paul George was guarding his man on the left wing and his man drove around him and when help came over the the pass got skipped all the way over to the right corner and Paul George very vocally like you could hear it on the broadcast yelled that's on me that's on me and just took total ownership for missing that rotation now look I don't think that that was his rotation to make because to be guarding a player on the left wing and then to make it all the way over to a player in the right corner is to me too far for him to have to run but i think it does illustrate that the thunder have a plan whether or not it's a good plan they have a plan that they all agree on to the point that a superstar defender is taking blame for a play because he thinks he was supposed to be there and it shows an amount of accountability and i think that 
that's something that we can credit to Billy Donovan. Uh, and, you know, I had this written before Raymond Felton actually had to play in the second half, and he could have been better then. But shout out to Raymond Felton for showing enthusiasm off the bench. Even when he hadn't played in several games, he was still jumping off the bench, waving his arms around, and just being totally engaged in the Thunder's momentum whenever he had a chance to. So that that's why he's still on the roster, and I really admire him for being able to provide that kind of enthusiasm when he's totally been shot out of the rotation based on circumstances outside his control so the thunder ended the first quarter 36 to 28 because of a late surge um they really put them over the top in that quarter but the pelicans closed that gap on the thunder bench which has been a strength so far during the season but they they really put it to us and the main culprit there was julius randall so he, he he really did a great job and patrick patterson had a hard time keeping up with his athleticism one major thing to note from the second quarter, Russell Westbrook drew a charge, which doesn't happen very often, and I can't even really give the credit to Nick Collison since he's not on the team anymore, but he really put his body on the line, and so the Thunder took an eight-point lead into that second quarter, and they came out of the second quarter behind by one. Honestly, they were lucky that it wasn't worse. Uh, the offense died in that quarter. The Pelicans hit some threes. Darius Miller was the main culprit in knocking down those threes, and that was Russell Westbrook's guy. And, and look, he's been showing some pretty good intensity on defense, and all due respect to Russell Westbrook, the Darius Miller's a 33.3% shooter on the season, but the season's young, so if Russ is just looking at his stats and missing the fact that he's a 39.3% shooter for his career then, you know, maybe take another step out and defend that guy, Russ, because he really hurt the Thunder in the second quarter. So, coming out in the third, down by one, the Thunder went back to the same formula that got them off to a hot start, which was Adams again, the same as in the first quarter. Uh, he just really dominated Miritich. They were feeding him, and... The Thunder know that that's a strength. You can tell that they approach it in that way. But sometimes they get away from it. And I just would like to see them go to Adams against mismatches a little bit more consistently. So in that third, there were several momentum turnovers on the fast break. Uh, which was just really frustrating because the Thunder would get a steal and have all the momentum. And there was one where... Paul George passed it to Russ, and then Russ tried a fancy behind-the-back pass that just didn't work, but they had a two-on-one, and he just threw it back to a trailing defender, and that would have been a big basket. And then there was another one similarly right after that where the Thunder just kind of fell over on the fast break. But luckily, Terrence Ferguson picked that moment to kind of step up, which was huge. He hit a corner three. He had a mean dunk, which I think is his second dunk of the season following one of his previous games where he had that kind of backdoor Robertson lob dunk. Um, 
which is just goes along with the things we've been saying about him all season, which is know how to use your athleticism because he should, by all rights, have more than two dunks on the season. So that is about when that happened with Russ, where he rolled that ankle and the Thunder were up pretty significantly. They were up, I think, eight to ten points due to that Ferguson dunk and it really was a troubling time like there was still 17 minutes left in the game it looked like the Thunder might just drop this game to the Pelicans because I mean who who could have blamed them like that you lose your superstar to a disheartening injury like that and it was immediately apparent out of the gates that the energy just dropped out of the game. Uh, the Pelicans had a dunk, a lob to Anthony Davis, and then Drew Holiday came down and knocked down a three. And then, like, the energy was just dead. And then Diallo happened. He got two steals in a row. He got two dunks in a row, one of them an and one. And just really injected some life into the game and I think honestly like without those two dunks I don't know what would have happened because the Thunder were listless and they needed that spark and he provided that and I think that's the value that we can see in him so the Thunder were up 186 going into the fourth quarter which was an improvement on where they were when Russ went down so from there it just became about maintaining that lead and to do that, they had to dust off Ray Ray, who I already bragged on for his attitude a little bit during the first half. And, I mean, look, he he wasn't that impressive. He hit one isolation jumper. He missed a three. He missed another jumper. But that was mainly just to spell Dennis Schroeder because Dennis Schroeder really was the saving grace of the Thunder team. Like, you, we've seen in the past when we've expected Paul George to step up. And I think it's pretty definitive at this point that Paul George is a second option like he is not going to take over a game and win one for these Thunder unless he just gets hot in rare circumstances but Dennis Schroeder believes that he's a number one option he just does so he had a quick flurry of several baskets in a row to kind of keep the Thunder out in the lead and then it just became a free throw game uh <laughs> There was one moment where Schroeder got fouled running up the right sideline and fell awkwardly with his arm behind him and kind of a, I mean, he's German, right? So he's he's got a little bit of that soccer sell the foul kind of tendencies in him. And I mean, man, like, <laughs> all due respect, Schroeder, we love the effort to try to get the foul, but like, we just had Russ go out with an ankle injury, so... Maybe let's not scare the fan base like that. We, if, if we lose both of you in the same game, then you can just say goodbye to the next two weeks of basketball. So, so just take it easy on the flopping. But so, so in crunch time, after Schroeder scored a bunch of points, uh, Grant went one for two. Schroeder hit two in a row free throws. And then Paul George sealed the win with two free throws too. So it was really nice to see them make their clutch free throws. Um, you know, it, the Thunder were 48.4% from the field in this game and 37% from three. So we can't complain about the numbers, uh, except maybe the defense toward the end of the game. But it, 
I think the fact that they were able to even cling to any passion after seeing their superstar hobble off the floor screaming, like, I, I think that's a really encouraging sign. And, and I've never been as happy to have Dennis Schroeder on the team as I was tonight. So that's what's happened in the game. And I think based on the way I concluded that hooking up the TiVo segment, you can kind of tell who I'm going to give the player of the game award to, but we still have to do it. So the Academy Award for player of the game goes to Dennis Schroeder. And Look, he had 22 points on 16 shots. He only had two assists. He also only had two turnovers, so that's positive. But when the game really started getting down to crunch time and the Thunder needed to find offense, I think he scored nine points in a row for the Thunder. He was driving to the basket relentlessly. He was being super aggressive. He was knocking down his free throws and... Look, if Russ is going to miss some time, and I assume he's going to miss some time, having Dennis Schroeder will never be as valuable as it is right now. So I was really proud of how he performed, but this award may be more for the hope of the franchise in the next however long Russ is out than it is for an actual reward for the way he played. So for our hope and for our future and and just to keep us happy congratulations on player of the game dennis schroeder what does that mean do i get do i get anything do i win do i get a bonus (laughs) i'll be sick no it's just i don't know seems dumb it does whatever So that about does it for the game. So now I'm going to do a forecast, but in breaking a little bit of tradition for this podcast, I'm not going to just forecast the next game. Uh, In my experience, and I don't know if any of the rest of you have ever rolled your ankle, and I can tell you that I have several times, um, I would consider what Russ did a two to four week injury considering that Royce Young tweeted out tonight that the x-rays have come back negative, which are po- that's a positive result. They're negative, that's positive. Trust me. So, two to four week injury. Uh, so, in, in interest of that, I'm going to forecast the Thunder's next two weeks. Looking into these next two weeks, we would have thought, oh, wow, this is a real chance for the Thunder to make a run, to put some hay in the barn, as as my high school coach would have said. Um, but that aside, even if we can reduce our expectations, if Russ is going to miss the next two weeks, then there has never been a better opportunity for him to get healthy. Because this is going to be the lightest stretch that the Thunder will have all season. So we go at Cleveland and then versus Houston on the second night of a back-to-back. So if Russ isn't playing, I think we can just chalk that up as a loss. But look after that. We go at Dallas. Home versus the Suns. Home versus the Knicks. At the Suns. At the Kings. Those seven games 
we'll provide him 15 days of rest. Like, it's never a good time for your superstar to be injured. But if there ever was a good time, this is it. Like, we have these seven games that he can rest up. And honestly, the Thunder should probably still expect a 6-1 and one outcome, even without him. So there's cushion there for him to get right. And again, not, not that there's ever a good time for him to get hurt, but there is a silver lining here. If there ever was a good time, this is it. So the forecast isn't so bleak. So I think that about covers everything for tonight. Uh, it's a night where we should be feeling really hyped as Thunder fans winning our fifth in a row after losing our first four. But unfortunately, you know, life happens and Russell Westbrook rolled his ankle and that's the big story. So hopefully he can get back soon. But the bright side is we have this stretch in front of us that we can manage even without him. So rest up, Russ. And then come back strong and we'll we'll move on to the rest of the season with our full strength and our full squad. So thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us at OKC Topic Thunder on Twitter. You can find us at thundersintentions.com or now that's thunderbasketball.com. Uh, check us out on iTunes. If you're looking at us on iTunes, please subscribe and rate us five stars and leave a positive review. That's really going to make a big difference for us. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And now more than ever with Russell Westbrook going down with that injury, thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.